What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to you. You can sit with us. I'm Colleen. And I am Ashley. Here we go. What are you sipping? What are you freaking doing? What the frickin' frack is happening over there? Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I Please do. Last episode, do you remember when I was like, I didn't have time to do the things I wanted to do. Absolutely. And I had big regrets. The matcha. And it was a real sad episode. Yeah, it was well, a downer. guys, I've planned ahead and I have mixed myself. You could hear <gasps> the ice shaking. I've made myself a beautiful little coconut milk matcha. I'm, I've got that little... Little tiny matcha buzz that feels so great. Good. Matcha makes me happy. Yeah, it's a nice. It is so it's delicious. Nice, yeah, yeah. So I'm just thoroughly enjoying this. So, do you feel like that you're winning? Like, is the Starbucks one better, or is this like close your eyes, taste the same? They are equivalent in my mind. Wow. Yeah. So you just saved yourself. A, not only are you drinking a matcha that's amazing, you just saved yourself a shitload of money. A matcha money. Because those matchas are not cheap. I mean, nothing at Starbucks is cheap. But, yeah. It's a five. It's know. a five bucker. It's a five yeah. bucker. Yeah. I think I'm saving money because I need to double check what <laughs> I paid on Amazon because I went on Amazon oh. for like pure matcha and I thought I didn't look at the outsize. It looked like a large bag was coming my way. It is a oh. very tiny, like I'm I'm talking a three three inch by three inch little little pouch. Wait, you only put like but you don't t- remember how much you spent. No. No, I gotta go back and okay. check to see if I'm actually coming out Saving ahead on money. this. Or maybe maybe you're coming I, up behind. <laughs> I could be actually losing money right now as we speak. I don't I'm so happy I don't care. I'll give. Yeah, I'll right. Give. No, it's irrelevant. It's actually irrelevant. It was a That's dumb exactly question. Right. I apologize for asking. It. <laughs> what are <laughs> you sipping on? <laughs> Call. I'm biohacking. What? Do you know what that means? Yeah, liquid Wait. IV with booze. Yeah. Yeah. And even better than that is biohacking. I had to get a little sip. Yeah, biohacking. Last time I tried this, it was vodka and the liquid IV. So I'm home in my own comfortable space with my own liquor supply. And I had been fermenting tequila with jalapenos. So I have spicy tequila in my liquid IV. And I squeezed a little extra lime in there just for, you know, a little punch. It Uh is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, Mm -hmm. how close does it taste to a spicy mark? Uh, Identical. No. Yeah. Really? I, mean, I put, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. My, my tequila is pretty spicy. And then, so what my, my favorite recipe, like, tequila, what is that called? Margarita recipe of all time is. You got it. It's like two and a half ounces tequila, one and a half ounce Cointreau or orange liqueur, a half ounce or one ounce of lime juice. And that's it. It is strong AF. It knocks you on your ass and it is delicious. So I feel like the Cointreau is what adds the little bit of sweetness, you know? And uh-huh. in this, it's literally tequila. I filled, so I have a huge ass mug here. This is like a 32 ounce thing. Yeah, a, but I filled it probably yeah. 20, what is that? 24, so probably to 28 or 30 ounces of water. So this is all hydration we're talking. And then I've got yeah. my tequila and my lime juice and my liquid IV. And the liquid IV adds like the sweetener, like what I think the Cointreau does. I mean, I feel like I have paid, you know, $12 for this at a Mexican restaurant before. I mean, for what? This is probably three of what they would serve me. So I've actually paid $36 for this before at a Mexican restaurant because I got about three margs worth. And I closed my eyes. Identical. Okay. Same. This makes me so excited for August. No, I'm doing all the homework so we can really get you up to speed as soon as you're ready to, as soon as that baby pops out, we're getting you hooked up. Yeah. With all the goods. This is really great news. And I think we need to name this beverage. We need a clever name for it. It needs to be the official Sip Squad drink. Great idea. You know, I'm not opposed to making it the biohacker. Ooh. Speaking of drinking, I haven't had a single drink the entire duration of this podcast, but I've got a hangover. So guys, new segment alert. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a hangover. (laughs) 
<laughs> we have uh, a little bit of a hangover from last week. We asked you guys to share with us your stories of online dating gone right. Yeah. And my God, Ash, I know I texted you this. Yeah. We have never gotten more voicemails, Instagram messages, or emails in a matter of days than we've gotten with that call out. And I'm going to play people have a lot quickly. They got a lot to say about it and I'm I'm here for it. A lot to say and I'm going to spoil this a little bit. I'm going to play two voicemails that I love. Okay. From the I went through all of them and picked these two. But I will say the overwhelming majority of you their encouragement that you're giving to the other subscribers. Oh yeah. is to keep going. To keep going yeah. that there's a lot of freaking frogs. Yeah out there but all of you were like raving about the princes you'll that you found find your prince online <gasps> and i'll also say i had a real bad like outlook on tinder yeah i just i don't know it just seems well it, it was the whatever. hookup oh, app i feel like but yeah it's not anymore yeah a lot of people are like married and about to have babies and they met on tinder no tinder's the jam man i mean i haven't been on it but i've known several couples who met on tinder i mean so. i think that's so cool yeah all right so let's listen quickly to two Great examples. Great. I love that little <laughs> boombox thing. Okay, here we go. Are you ready, Ash? Oh, I'm ready. Ready, waiting with bated breath. Hi there. This is Annie. I was calling in with a success story regarding online dating. I met my husband online and was actually signed up as a pseudo Christmas present on Match.com from my friend who didn't like the guy that I was sort of dating at the time. So she made me a Match.com profile for Christmas. Yeah. And I then went on a couple dates with some people. It was fine. No big deal. And then it was about to turn off my membership and not renew my three months and decided to give it one more try Mm. and walked into a Starbucks and literally can remember the moment I saw my husband for the first time. Turns out he grew up with my sister-in-law and coached football. His first ever coaching job for football was under my dad's cousin. So super small world. We had never met. I had never heard his name before. We've been together eight years now and we're having a baby next month. Holy. Success story. Holy. Okay. First of all, that's. That's our friend, Annie. Um, hi, hi, Annie. Annie. She's, been, she's been like Sip Squad captain since day one, yeah. since the jump. But I didn't yeah. know that they met online. What a great story. Yes. So shout out also to our friend, Kim, because that's a- Oh, is that who hooked him up? Boss move to be like, that, like hey, I don't like the guy you're dating. So I'm actually I'm gonna just going to proactively ah. get you dating somebody else. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about I mean, the balls. A, it so, out. But that, I love that. I, okay. So I did oh listen. My God. She met her soulmate at Starbucks too. Who? Didn't she say I walked into Starbucks and I will remember the look or whatever? Like when I first saw him, I walked into Starbucks when I first laid eyes on my husband. Annie. What's in it? Yeah. Annie. And we met at a Starbucks. Colleen, do you see where oh, I'm going oh. with this? Oh, I was Holy like, Holy moly. <laughs> That's <laughs> our story too. Yeah. It's our story too. We were online dating before there was online dating. Right. We didn't even like, know Like we, yeah. 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 That was our first date that the universe conspired. They were like, online dating's not a thing yet, but I'll find a way to bring you together. <laughs> I was like, who are you Yeah. yeah I can see the blank oh. stare. You're like, what? I'm like, us. <laughs> Have you forgotten? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who who's next? Okay, next one. Here we go. Hi guys. I was just listening to the latest podcast and you guys said to call in if you've had an online dating success story or a really bad date success story. And I had both. I met my future husband on Fumble about two years ago. And we had the worst first date. He neglected to tell me that he had a hearing problem from when he was a child. He had ear infections but left him partially deaf. And I picked the loudest restaurant to go on our first date. And he heard nothing of what (gasps) I said. So the whole time I got a blank (laughs) stare. And I was like, well, this is just not going anywhere. On to the next one. Mm-hmm. And about an hour after he dropped me off, he texted me and said how, like, 
lovely the night was and, you know, on and on. And said he would like to get to know me better. And I was like, wait, did you even have a good time? Were we even on the same date? And I explained to him what I thought had happened. And then he told me that he had a hearing loss issue and didn't hear a word I said. I was very confused. <laughs> and so our first date was very interesting, but something that I'll always cherish. And, you know, I love him more than anything. So that's super, super special. And online dating can work. You just got to pick through the toes, I guess, kiss a few frogs. And I definitely did that. But we are now expecting our first child together and going to be married soon. And we are just very, very happy. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Bye. Wow. Okay, isn't that the cutest? That is the cutest. That is the cutest. And I love they're both. um, Well, Annie's married, but they're both pregnant, expecting right now. Yes. And I love that example, too, because number one, he didn't hear what she was saying. And he still still thought it was a head over heels for her. And then also last week we talked about like, well, you talked about if you have a bad date, like follow up is really key. Like, what is the follow up? Right. And his follow-up, like, was all the way there. Yeah. And for any guys who listen to this, it works. So this proves your advice from last week, too. Congratulations to all these babies and happy online days. Yeah, and I would just say, because I I know – oh, good. I know a few people (laughs) in my life who are amazing and just refuse – and they're single and they refuse to go online date. And I'm like – I mean, it's just the, the day, it's just the time that we live in. It's just this day and age, mm-hmm. you know, just do it. Just freaking do it, man. There's a lot of really good success stories that come out of that. So that's exciting. That We did have a subscriber who messaged this week and she was sending some really hilarious examples of some of the like first messages she'll get oh. from guys, you know, yeah. matching on online dating. And they were terrible. These like dirty dogs, you know, coming out of the woodwork. Dirty so I can dogs. totally see why people yeah. would want to yeah. quit, you know, and uh, but don't give up, guys, because yeah. there's love examples yes. everywhere. Ash. Yeah. Tell me something I need to know. OK, well, really quick. I just want to circle back on something that is still I guess this is still part of the hangover then, I guess. I don't know. Follow up. Mm, bad hangover. I watched. Have you just a couple episodes ago, we talked about like things that you need to know and it was TV shows and whatever. What's it called? Lost in plain sight or gone in plain sight or taken in plain sight, whatever. It's abducted, that abducted in plain abducted sight. Abducted in plain sight. Did you watch it? No, I said I watched it. I hated it. I do not think anybody else should watch it. I do not think that it is a great piece of show, piece of anything. It is. Why did you hate it? Because of the content. Like it is so disgusting and disturbing and oh. it's horrifying what happens to this little girl and horrifying that her parents are just, I mean, her parents are in, she and her parents are like interviewed, like they are the main subjects of the documentary. It's embarrassing. And it's just, you know, like, I also don't think that's like a main issue. Maybe it is because there's another uh, show that we watched this week. It was like, where's Madeline or something? Do you, I don't, I don't really remember this happening, but apparently it's like, it was a really huge deal, but it was Madeline McCann was taken. Her parents were vacationing in what's the one by Spain with the P Portugal. They were vacationing in Portugal. They're from the UK, from Scotland. And they like left their kids in the room, three-year-old. And then they had like one-year-old twins. And every 20 minutes they went down to like the hotel bar to have dinner with their friends. And every 20 minutes they went back and circled up and their daughter was abducted. And getting into that, like that was horrifying because, and it's a series on Netflix. It's something about Madeline. I can't remember what it's called, but that Mm. then gets into, they still don't know where she is or what happened to her, but then it kind of gets into all these theories of what could have happened. And they talk about sex trafficking and human trafficking and that it is human trafficking is a $150 billion a year industry. And they made several mm-hmm. talks about like, if this was, a, you know, a, something with terrorism, if this was counterterrorism, we would shut the, this, you know, what's that called? A uh, dark, dark web. We'd shut the dark, like we would be putting all of our resources. Instead, the government is taking away mm-hmm. resources from these things. And it is this like, so the detective 
in researching Madeline ended up like trying to, he had to get into the dark web. So he had to act shady. And he's like, the things I saw in there, what happens to little kids changed me as a human. And then some of the investor investigators talked about, and he was like, we can't talk about this that much. Like I'll, I'll do radio shows or I'll go on TV and they'll say, Oh, okay. This is the line. Like you can't bring up, you know, pedophiles and all these things because people don't want to listen to that. And he was like, but the problem is it's happening. And he's like the peep, the kids that are going through it don't want to be going through it. And we are just turning a blind eye because it's too hard for us to deal with and process. So what I will say is about abducted in plain sight, that's not like a thing that's happening. It was just dumb parents that like did not, I mean, it was about this little girl who totally got brainwashed by the neighbor, but like the parents, there were millions of red flags before he abducted her. Mm -hmm. And that isn't really like highlighting a bigger issue. I felt like it was a very depressing show to watch this Madeline because, you know, now with having a kid, I'm like picturing what if that was me, you know? And it, but it did highlight a much bigger issue. And it's something that I was like, I wanted to bring to the pod, even though this is a lighthearted podcast, like there are serious issues and I feel like we need to stop turning a blind eye to it. I mean, you brought up one about terms that we use to refer to certain groups of people, right? Like stop calling people retarded or using like gay or fag or something in a derogatory way, because those are huge groups of people and we just need to be educated on it. I think the same way about animals that are abused. Like there's a lot of things that I think as humans, it's easier for us to live our lives ignorant to things, but it's not the right thing to do. So following up a little bit on that, I don't think that show needs to get any more plays. But I do think watching that Madeline one and it's, it's, you know, it's like eight episodes or something. And it's very interesting in that the sex part of it, human trafficking is only one episode. But I do think it's just we should be aware of what's going on in the world, like these big things that are happening and not just saying they're not happening because I don't know about it. Same with racism, you know, like just because it's not happening in your neighborhood doesn't mean racism doesn't exist. It's a very real thing. So anyway, that's my two cents on that. But that's what you need to know about that show. And I guess a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. A lot. Uh, You covered a lot of ground there. And I couldn't agree more on the human trafficking. And I was trying to think of this amazing HBO documentary Mm. I saw about human trafficking. It was in Cambodia, which is one of Cambodia, which is one of the worst places for a young girl to be but also it highlighted amazing groups that are doing work there so I'm gonna dig because I watched that years ago I'm gonna dig into that and find that because I think that'd be a hangover for next time a good follow-up documentary for those of you that like documentaries I've heard and maybe that's why abducted in plain sight is getting buzzed because it's getting so so much much buzz buzz. because maybe it's just infuriating and it's Mm -hmm. dumb it sounds like it's dumb but I agree with you There are kick-ass documentaries out there that help you understand why things are really important that we care about. And I think we're very lucky that a lot of things don't impact our lives, but we need to understand how they impact other people so that we can advocate because we have that privilege to be And I think with that show, Abducted in Plain Sight, I just had a light bulb when you were talking about this, that maybe the reason it's going so viral or whatever people are really talking about it is because it seems like an isolated incident. It seems like, oh, that happened to them, but it could never happen to me. Or that's not like a huge rampant issue. So it's not as painful to watch because it's just one girl's life. But it was outrageous. Anyway. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> tell me what I need to know. Well, this is going to be a poor transition. No, because great. I we need we need something I to have take us. a show, a show slash documentary Ooh. that is not a rampant issue. <laughs> you you they don't you may or may not be rampant issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it is. Uh, OK, so years ago. I watched this documentary. Have you heard of the documentary Mommy Dead and Dearest? Yeah. Is that that girl? Well, I don't know. Is that that girl? who? Okay. Yeah. So it's about this mom, and I don't want to give away too much, but it's about this mom who basically gets her self-worth by falsely medicating her child. Yes. Like, it, it, this is a very, like, one-off thing, she had, right? She like, Munchausen but the docu- or something? Is that what that's called? Where you, like, yeah. make up diseases? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the documentary, I mean, HBO, anything, H- People Magazine is, like, where our go-to for celebrity stuff. Yeah, right. Anything HBO does or touches for documentaries is going to be gold. Um, Mommy, okay. Dead and Dearest is, like, 100% Rotten Tomatoes, really intense documentary to watch. But this is not new, right? This is a few years old. This is not new, but okay. here's why it's relevant. Okay. Hulu 
is doing a new show based on this story. Yeah. Called The Act. What's the little girl's name? Do you remember? Uh, it's like, like in real life? No. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to look it up while you keep talking. Okay. So The Act on Hulu is just coming out. New episodes. It is very, very well done. Gypsy. Gypsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it has Patricia Arquette in it. Mm. It has... And you love her, right? I, I really... Patricia Arquette's really talented. And this is a show that is very bingeable. Mm. But I think okay. if you want a really good... Ex- not a good experience, but like you could start watching The Act on Hulu now because new episodes are being released weekly. The Act and is what it's called? And then after that... Mm-hmm, uh-huh. And then you can watch Mommy Dead and Dearest for a great follow-up to see the real story. Okay. But yeah, the act on Hulu, it's out now. There's like three episodes. Chris and I binged them last night. And there will be times where you watch where you're like, this isn't possible. This is dumb because it's so impossible. But it's actually- happened. 100% true. But uh, it's a well-done little show. Yeah. All right. What else do I need to know, Ash? Okay. You need to know about Amy Poehler's book. So I do Mm. a lot of, you know, everybody knows personal development. I feel like a broken record, but I do personal development every day. And I feel like I've been wanting to buy Amy Poehler's book and Tina Fey's book for a long time and listen to them on Audible because I just, you know, listening is so, especially depending on the narrator, listening is so much better. And I don't know why, but I was just like, maybe it's not, I'm not going to get anything from it. But I listened to Amy Schumer's book, The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo, phenomenal because there's some like really good, like just powerful woman, like work hard, don't undercut yourself or sell yourself short. But then there's also like humor. And it was the exact same thing with Amy Poehler. Really good life lessons in there, like some deep heartfelt stuff, but also she's just funny. So you get to see like all the, I don't know. I just really appreciated her. So it was like a feel good. So if you're not really in like the personal development movement where you don't really want to be like deep self-helpy, I feel like a comedian's book and the next one that I'm going to do is the Tina Fey uh, Bossy Pants because there's been phenomenal reviews on that. I'm going to listen to that on Audible. So that's the next one that I'm going to listen to. So if you're wanting to kind of get into something that's good for your brain but is also like entertaining and fun, maybe check out Amy Poehler's book that I just listened to, Amy Schumer's book. And then I would I can't personally vouch for this yet, but I think Tina Fey, I mean, she's always a home run hitter. So I think yeah. it's safe. She's a slam, slam diggity dunk, dunk yeah. if there ever was mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other more no. what you need to know? I mean, I, c- I could, but I don't need to, you know, like we can right. move on. Yeah, I'll keep, keep it in, in your back, back pocket. The- yeah. I got one more what you need to know. You didn't like Get Out, oh, but Jordan so Peele, excited. who directed Get Out, he released his second movie called Us. I talked about this many pods ago. I was terrified. To- I So I went and saw the movie. I was absolutely terrified to see this movie. At this point in my pregnancy, I don't want to be afraid. Yeah. But I felt like I owed this to our entire Sip Squad community. Mm-hmm. So this movie has broken all kinds of records. Oh, it has? I'll just, wow. Yes. It opened to like $70 million for a weekend. That broke the original horror movie record. Wow. And also the biggest opening for an R-rated movie ever. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Jordan Peele is a big deal. Okay. It's also been very divisive. People have really loved this movie and people have really hated this movie. Yeah. And I put a little Instagram story up that I was going to go see it. I asked people to message me right away. The Sip Squad is divided, very divided on this movie. Whoa. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Okay. I, I wonder why. Uh-huh. I don't think people who don't like it are wrong at all. Like, I can see why people don't like it. I really liked it. I give it a B plus. So there's my yeah. my official score for That's it. That's pretty good. B plus. It's a high. That's it's high. high rating. I would give Get Out an A plus. That was one of my favorite movies last year. This Man. is a B plus. And I know I, I see know. your face. You really didn't I like it. I didn't, but I'm not smart so, enough. Like you, when I watched it, I was like, this is crazy. I didn't see all the like underlying things that you saw. So I didn't see the brilliance of yeah. it, you know, and, and speaking. So I yes. feel like I need to watch it again now, knowing how brilliant it was. But. So Get Out was two movies in one. It was on the surface, a horror movie. And then also it was a movie about racism. Us is two movies in one. 
on the surface. It is a horror movie that is very yeah. hateable. I didn't love the on the surface horror movie. On the second part or the other side of this movie is it's a story about America, the haves and have nots. I also freaking loved Lupita Nyong'o in this movie. Mm. She's the lead mm. actress. She was brilliant. I think she could win an Oscar for this movie. She had to play two roles and she nailed both of them. I could not believe her performance. The other person who really stood out to me was Elizabeth Moss, our yeah. little handmaid. She was in this movie and there is one scene in this movie with Elizabeth Moss in it that I think is worth the movie <gasps> ticket price alone. It is insane. Her acting is just, she's, I mean, just, I could not stop thinking oh. about this one scene mm -hmm. with her. So Anyways, you guys, I would encourage you if you're on the fence to go see it in the theater because I think this movie is a way better theater experience than it will be an at-home experience. And yeah, like I said, I give it a B plus. I liked it. But I'm also the kind of person that I love to dig in on movies. There's a ton of symbolism. There's a ton of Easter eggs in this movie. And I think if you go see it, do a deep dive on the internet after it'll feel like a book club kind of thing. But there's a high risk you might hate it as well. So yeah, there it I is. feel like, but having a little bit of insight, it will help people, you know, not hate it. Cause I feel yes. like if I would have had a little insight going in to get out, I would have viewed it differently. You know, my experience would have been different. It's so funny that you said that about Elizabeth Moss, because one of the things that Amy Poehler in one of the chapters, she's like, gives you an inside look into the biz about being an actor, writer, producer, um, director, which was cool because I don't really know what any of that stuff means. Well, I know what actor means, but and the roles they play. But she said she was like, the crazy <laughs> thing about acting is that the people who do it really well make it look so easy that's why they're good. And she's like, but that's mm. also why everybody thinks that they can, like so many people think they can act. She was like, everybody cannot act. Like it is, it takes a real level of talent and skill. And like Elizabeth Moss, she has next level talent. I feel like oh, she yeah. is one of the, like she's for me is like a Meryl Streep level talent of acting. Just like blows my mind kind of yeah all right well guys go see it message me tell me what you think you might hate it or you might <laughs> love it Whoa, and let me talk to you about boom, something boom, else boom. third love I see the tie <laughs> see the tie <laughs> you guys so if any of you are like me I have scanned by scroll by scrolled by third love on Instagram for a long time very curious about these bras. And you know me and Instagram scrolling. I am such a hook, line, and sinker. But I finally got the chance to try Third Love. They offer more than 70 sizes, including half cup sizes. So if you're wondering about how you possibly pick a size, they have a quick little quiz. They help you identify your breast size and shape and find styles for you. Here's the deal. If you buy it online, which I love buying things online, way easier than going to a store and trying on a bunch of different things. You've got 60 days with their bras to wear it. You can wash them. You can put it to the test. If you don't like it, you can return it. Shake your girls. Take them for a ride, you know? Shake them. Put that bra to the test. But this is cool. If you return it, if you don't love it, they're going to donate it to a woman in need. So good job, Third Love. love. companies like I that. love that. Mm -hmm. Pregnancy and bras. Uh, I have not gotten along with bras. <laughs> and I gotta say, <laughs> I'm really enjoying these. I'm actually wearing them. They won't slip. The straps don't slip. They don't itch me. They don't hurt me. I got the wireless bra and also the t-shirt bra. And I'm going to try their nursing bras out too. Heck yeah, man. I love, I mean, and that's, yeah. that's actually <laughs> true. Yeah, that's actually true because she actually <laughs> texts me about how much she loved these bras. So and hey, yeah. guys, good news. Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering you guys 15% off your first order. You just have to go to thirdlove.com slash sip right now to find your perfect fitting bra. And then you'll get 15% off your first purchase. That is thirdlove.com slash sip for 15% off. <laughs> Let's get into hot, hot topics. topics. Ooh, wow. <laughs> That's really good. Spicy, like my margarita, you know what I'm saying? Beautiful, mm -hmm. Ash. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like okay. at this point I should know, but I'm going to ask oh. anyway. 
Do you have any hot topics? No, I didn't bring a single a, one. I, I knew <laughs> it. I knew it. We just had to get the, I the little song and dance out of the way. I could come Nope, nope. Right. Don't you dare. I don't. got us covered. <laughs> I figured you'd come prepared. <laughs> I want your hot take on this, on yeah. something that has gone viral this week on the internet. Have you heard of bread sliced bagels? No. Okay. So there's a guy in St. Louis who posted a picture of a bagel. So you imagine a bagel. Bagels are usually horizontally sliced. One horizontal slice. He posted a picture of a bagel that was sliced vertically like a loaf of bread. So multiple slices. Uh There's apparently, this is a thing in St. Louis. It was a box of bagels that I think he was taking somewhere. So it was all these bagels that were like sliced like bread. This went completely viral. Wait, what do you mean? Like I literally live my entire life on the internet. I've never seen it. And I just Googled it and I... I hash or not Google that I Instagram bread sliced bagels and there's only 25 posts. Go to the uh, internet. This was really like <laughs> not an Instagram the thing. It's not a social media. <laughs> how does something go viral on the internet and not on social media? Just go to the I, internet. I'm just saying. That is like, not the hot topic at I'm hand. not trying to kill okay, the bit. Hey, but okay. Uh-huh. It was in people. Does that validate? I mean, no, there's lots of things on people that don't go viral. <laughs> Just go to bread size okay. bagels. I Googled it. I've Googled it now. And Okay, good. Now what am I supposed to do now that I'm here? Well, I don't know. You're the one who started this whole thing. <laughs> well, it's your hot topic. I'm wondering if there's okay. more. Well, it, okay. Do you see any news? Do you see the bagel gate? Do you see all the things that were happening this week? Because the internet freaked out about it. Yeah, okay. Chrissy Teigen oh, so tweeted about it. So Twitter, you're, it went viral on Twitter. Well, I right? think it went viral at a lot of different well, places. Well, it definitely didn't go viral on social media. It was not Instagram. Or but Facebook. But it was, well, I'm not on Facebook. Well, I'm, I'm not on Twitter. So <laughs> here we are. Okay. Okay. All right. So, you got to trust me though. Yeah. Okay. But I'm wondering like, how do I give you a hot take on this? What's, well, is there a question? Okay. So people... We're basically like Chrissy Teigen, for example, tweeted that she was firmly there's these bagel purists that are firmly in the camp that this is nothing that can be done to bagels, that they should be sliced horizontally one time. And people were really swinging hard against these bread sliced bagels. I want to know what you think. If you would try these, if you're offended by these, (laughs) it feels like a joke. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, it has to be a joke. Like, nobody actually cares about this. I think people were, like, kind of mad, but I... Why? Was, it's not a I human they're slicing. It's still a bread <laughs> product. And here's the deal. I think sometimes bagels are too bagely. Sometimes the halves are too big yeah. or too much. And I thought, how nice would it be because I like bagel thins, right. if you could just take a little slice. So what is the difference between, like, why is nobody uproaring about bagel thins? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. There's some, you know, there's some It feels uh, like these people hypocrisy. have too much time on their hands. And Chrissy Teigen, I know for one, does not, because she's been Instagramming her face off talking about how she's cooking everything. And I was about, to, I wanted to rave to you about how great Chrissy Teigen is, because she's made me laugh a couple times today on Instagram. She was posting like a maniac. Yeah. But why is she po- like she was why does she, she was upset about this this is i also think crazy also how much easier are these little thins to just put in the toaster sometimes you know the bagels are too fat and they're harder to toast up yeah you just pop these right in okay we're gonna move on i mean it just seems like like a waste of time i thought it was a great idea no i do think it's a it's a great idea I don't understand why this is going viral anywhere. <laughs> like this is, hey, like you know how like, if, pizza is sliced in triangles, but like sometimes they slice it in yeah. squares. Yeah, I think it's brilliant well, to slice them in squares. And also, if you want them in triangles, that's fine. Yeah, like it doesn't matter how you eat your pizza; it still tastes the same. Here's an idea for the bagel purists: if you really love a bagel, you would like it in any shape and size. You yeah. wouldn't care. And also, how if it's you sliced. give a fuck about this at all, call us and leave us a voicemail and tell us why. Because I'd like to be swayed one way or the other. Like, yeah. I'd like to really be in your camp. I'd like to be like, you know what? This is a felony. Like, this is bad. But I just feel like. Oh, I don't think it's bad. I, I think it's a great idea. I was surprised. Or- 
that people yeah. thought it was bad. Because I kind of want to try these. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I want to have an opinion about mm. this because I just feel like, okay, it's great. But then you move on. Like, you see it on the internet. Oh, great. That sounds great. Maybe I'll do that for my next bagel. And then you move on. You don't, like, make this thing go viral. You know what I'm saying? So, Sip Squad, if you live in St. Louis and you've had these, please report yeah. to us on if it's great. If you think it's terrible, convince us why. We want a compelling argument. Yeah, we want to hear why it's worth any time to think about this. I have an idea for you. Has anybody Great. tried bagel sliced bread? Let's get this shit going viral. A bread loaf sliced one time horizontally. Oh my God. Let's flip well, the script. Like that's a little bit like, I mean, not fully. <laughs> But you know, like ciabatta, you know, those square ciabatta mm -hmm. loaves and they'll serve you like a pesto chicken sandwich. And it's like the chicken sandwich is the width of a eighth of an inch. Yeah. They've smashed it down. Then you got one slice of tomato. You got a layer of cheese that's melted. Maybe they throw some lettuce in and then some pesto. They smash it. They panini it or whatever. And then your bread is four times the amount of anything else inside of it. Like yeah. that kind of feels like you're eating a loaf of bread with, you know, your whatever sandwich. But I am trying to now picture like a Franz, Frang, whatever that company is, <laughs> yeah. like, or Dave's killer bread, just like sliced down the middle. Yeah. It was a one slice. I mean, like you go to something. Jimmy John's and you're like, yes, I would like this bagel sliced, please. And they're like, what? or whatever okay what <laughs> yeah what? Um, okay i got something else that maybe had more visibility than bagels this week have you heard <laughs> of the new apple streaming service that was announced with the apple launch no but i'm excited because what i did see i did know that apple did something this week and then i follow oprah winfrey on instagram and i saw that she was with Jen Garner yep, and Reese Witherspoon yes. and what is her name from the office in Parks and Rec, like Rashida Jones or something? Mm, is that her name? No, but I know who you're talking about. This is now going to bother me, but I know who you're I talking can't about. I her name. Yeah. But I so and her caption was like, now we're all Apple lovers or something like that. So I was like, oh, Apple must have come out with something big because weren't we all Apple lovers before? Mm -hmm. So Okay, what? so Apple What's has announced a new streaming service. Putting them in direct competition with Netflix, Hulu, oh, oh, etc. I mean, they're smart. they're smart. This is going to be called Apple TV. It is Rashida Jones. It is. Yeah. It's oh, Jones. it didn't look like her in that video. Like the video Oprah posted, I where felt she came like up. It was in the sport maybe coat. it was the yeah. angle. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so yeah, this yeah. is going to be anyway. called Apple TV Plus. Original content from Apple. People linked to it, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Oprah, and more. Oh, wait, why are they linked to it? Because uh, they're going to be producing investors or something? No, like they're doing shows on mm. this. Yeah. So like- Those I, guys. There's like a morning show that has Jennifer Aniston. Reese Witherspoon <gasps> is like, she, you know, she was behind Big Little Lies, Wild. She's like kind she of- She was a, behind? I didn't know she was behind. Oh, yeah. She great. was like producer or something on Big Little Lies- She's a season one big Good wig for her, man. now, not only as an actress, but as in a content creator. Yeah. But I'm curious what you think of this. I've got thoughts. I think it's great. Oh, you're well, all in. I am. Yeah. Apple. Apple is smart. Apple does everything well. I think they do everything well. I mean, I do have some trouble linking shit. I have a Mac here mm -hmm. and it always like disconnects from my messenger and there's a few issues, but in general, I love everything Apple. I just bought an iPad and um, a pen that goes with the iPad. And even the packaging, I was like, this is slick. It's like one freaking piece of plastic and it comes off perfectly. You don't need scissors to open it. It's just like slick, man. It's like so smart. The, the, the pen that I bought for my iPad is magnetic and it charges once it's magnetic, magnetized, once it like gets on the iPad. It's there and it charges itself. And then I also bought a keyboard. It's like a case keyboard that goes with it. And it's like auto Bluetooth. Like I don't have to do anything. It just, I was like, what do I do with this thing? And I just started typing and it just worked. I just feel like Apple mm -hmm. is everything. Um, I have never really been disappointed by Apple like, yeah. ever. So 
I'm in on anything that they do. Okay, so what? What? (laughs) What? Are you gonna chop my legs out from under me? No, no, I won't because they got me. They got me (laughs) right where they want me, but I don't want to be had. So for this podcast, I keep a notepad going and I like when I think of something that pisses me off, I put it in my rant column and I you know, so something that's been in my rant column for weeks that I haven't brought to the pod is I don't want any more streaming services. Like I feel a little mm-hmm. overwhelmed in that mm-hmm. market. I got mm-hmm. Netflix I'm paying. I got Hulu I'm paying. You know, I can mm-hmm. only watch Handmaids on Hulu and then Big Little Lies on HBO. HBO has a streaming service. Amazon Prime has a stream. I don't want any more streaming services. I feel like it's getting a little crowded and I feel like I have to do a lot of work to get places now to see things. So- and so Apple comes along yeah. and they've got yeah. – and I, I told myself. This is fair. Because I knew that Apple was coming out with a streaming service. I had heard buzz about this. Oh. Uh-huh. And so I had a chip on my shoulder about it. And then they bring out oh, Jennifer Aniston. Then they bring right. out Reese. An- Aniston. Garner. Oh, and Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, she's involved too. Yes. And Garner. Why? And Reese Witherspoon. And then – And Oprah Winfrey, your queen. They bring out my queen, Oprah. And I feel targeted <laughs> – because yeah, no, they they were like <laughs> shit. You know, we Colleen's heard rumblings that we're yes. gonna start start that, and we've heard rumblings that she's not gonna be happy about it. How do we make her come to to our side? Yeah, and they're like Oprah, and it worked, and it worked, and so now I can't wait to give them my money, but I'm pissed I off know. about it. I know, I know. <sighs> but here's the thing: I feel like they need to like buy you know, Hulu or something. Because, like, and what does Netflix Hulu have and besides everything. Handmaid's? Yeah. Like, I feel like what they will do is they will have a better execution. Like, it will j- – and also, it'll all be streamlined. Like, the passwords will all just be e- – like, it's so smart. I love everything about Apple and how much time, actually, they give back to our lives because you don't have to be, like, fishing for anything or, like, toggling between computer and phone and watch and blah. Like, it's all there. It's all so smart. But it is, I totally agree with you, way too many streaming platforms. So they need to come out, be the big dog that they are, and take these small, small pieces down. But we don't want to lose the good show. So, like, if they buy Hulu, you know, keep The Handmaid's Tale. But, and also Amazon, I don't need them to be streaming. Like, I know that they have some good shows, but, like, can you just stick to shopping? You don't, you know what I mean? Like, get out of here with all of that. I don't even need their music. I don't need, well, I like that it links to my Echo or whatever, but that hardly works. Apple, Apple should, Apple, that is one notch that they didn't get. Amazon wins that little home system that, like, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. That thing is really cool. The robots. home. And we, yeah, they win mm-hmm. that. I think Google, Apple probably has something like that, but it's not. Unknown. I don't know. Even do they? they yeah. Who well, even knows? they have Siri in your phone, but they need to make Siri a robot. On the like, countertop. And they also yeah. need to make Siri smarter because Siri yes. is a dumbass. She is. Alexa seems to nail things. I disable Siri in Apple because she gets it wrong. Yes. 85% of the time. Agree. And I just can't with her, you know? No. She cannot sip with us. No, she absolutely no. cannot sip or sit or shit or any of Anything. the S-words. Okay, I've got one more hot topic, but maybe we should move on to rant and rave. Fine. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I like, I mean. Do you want to quickly hit this one? How much time let's, do we have here? Let's what do a doing? quick hit 40, on this Okay, hot. fine. Guys, if you don't want to hear this, then you just fast forward. But otherwise, we're rolling. Keep going. Give it to me. Last one. Have you heard the news about Cardi B? No. Okay, so. Cardi B, there was a video that surfaced that she recorded years ago. She admitted that this was true because there was a lot of chaos that came out after this was released. She admitted that it's true. In this video, she talks about when she was a stripper Mm -hmm. and she would drug men and rob them. (laughs) So this is like pretty hardcore. Right? So, and sure, she came out and basically said, listen, guys, this is like not when I was big time. This is when I was in poverty. I was like, I mean, I'm I'm totally paraphrasing these things, right? But she had to like fight to like pay the bills, right? Doesn't make it right. This is really bad. This is real bad. Well, like what did she do? Date rape drug? How did she drug them? I don't know the exact drug. I mean, she definitely. But obviously, she made it strong enough where they passed out so she could rob them, yes. right? 
Yes, she oh made it. Homegirl is a hustler. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> do not, you know what? Actually, I don't want to talk about this because if we cro- do not cross her calling, we oh. cannot cross Cardi B. No. She will take us out. She will take us down. Oh but I was thinking like, okay, if this was a guy and this came out, like oh, he'd be in jail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it made me think, like, who do we give a pass to? Or elected president. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Hot topic. Hot take. (laughs) Damn, girl. Okay, keep going. But, like, who do we give a pass to? Who do we not? Here's my two sips on this one. Yeah. I think there's some key differences with the – because I think immediately of the Me Too movement. And I think – you know, a lot of the guys who've done really bad shit is when they were in positions of power that they've clearly taken advantage of these right. positions. Right. She was in like no real position of power. She used her sexual power. Right. She was also right. like, I think if you look at, well, she was part of a gang. She admitted that too back in the day. So if I think if you look at like- I mean, she, yeah, she's badass. Uh-huh. A bad, yeah. I think if you look at the situation, she was not in any kind of real position of power- this is a really, really, really bad thing. I don't think it actually is going to, I think it's like hurting her now. I think this is terrible, but I don't think it's going to hurt her in the long run. Her image is scrappy. She is like gonna throw shoes. I don't think it will hurt her. No, Mm -hmm. I don't think so either. I I mean, but that is, uh, that is, I mean, the difference between, I mean, female and male, because if this did come out about a male, this would be pretty damaging to their reputation. You know, and it's the same, like, I mean, this isn't totally the same, but like if Rihanna beat Chris Brown, you know, but maybe because it's a girl versus guy and guys are stronger and can do more damage, but I don't know, it wouldn't have been the same. Like Mm -hmm. if she beat up Chris Brown, it wouldn't have been, you know, so there is that kind of like, what's that called? Double standard. Double standard. Yeah. And I think that comes into play here. I don't think it will hurt her at all because I think she is very smart. And I think she will do the right thing now and pay, you know, do whatever she can. Like if she has to go to court for it or whatever, but she's like, re- I do think she's responsible. I think she's crazy, but I think she's responsible. And <laughs> I, I mean, she didn't like rape any of these guys, right? No, so, no, she just took their money, Yeah, which is bad. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's bad, but I don't feel like this is going to hurt her like at all in the slightest at all. Maybe financially she'll take a small hit. I don't know what's going to happen, but like if they if they sue her or something like that, but I don't know. Do you think it's going to do any damage? No, I don't. I think it plays into her image well. Yeah, it's totally on brand. And I think she she's probably going to come up with some kick-ass songs about it. Dude, her song is about like you know, I, I like the D, I like morning sex, I like morning sex, I like da-da-da, but give me, show me the money, like whatever the, <laughs> whatever yeah. the words are, but like, I only want the money. And I feel like she's like, yeah, see, I wrote that song and y'all didn't believe me, but remember, like, she I actually was drugging people. <laughs> I was drugging people for the money, so. And taking yeah, their money. business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking it. So she yeah. backed it up this yeah, week, it up. admitted it's true, I think. I mean, we can all agree it's bad. I don't think it's going to hurt her. And that is the yeah. end of our hot topics. Hot topics. That was a hot um, actually, one. I've got another hot topic for you, Colleen. Tell me. You know what would be the best? Tell which me. I've talked about so many times before, but more time in your day. Our most precious asset, more time in my day. I also feel like more time in the mornings specifically because you are waiting till the last possible minute to hit that alarm and wake up. Well, baby girl and boys and whoever's listening to this, we've got something for you. Yeah, we do. <laughs> because when was the last time that you ate breakfast and you felt good about it? When was the last time mm. you ate breakfast and it was fast and it wasn't stressful like before running out the door or you just had coffee for breakfast? I'm talking about a breakfast that's nourishing your body. And it's not just breakfast. Like when I get off this podcast, I'm going to go down to that kitchen and I'm going to fix myself a daily harvest. Mm. Now, if you follow me specifically, Ashley, on Instagram, you've heard me talk about this a whole bunch. Um, Daily Harvest is a company that delivers food, fresh, like a lot of it's organic food to your door. And all you got to do is heat it up and cook it, basically. They're carefully sourced, chef-crafted smoothies, savory bowls, which is what I'll have tonight, overnight oats, and more built on fruits and vegetables. So everything stays fresh in your freezer until you are ready to eat it. You can choose from more than 50 nourishing options any time of day. 
ready to blend smoothies, the harvest bowls, soups, lattes, all kinds of things. And each single serving cup takes one step to prepare. You just add water or milk to a smoothie and heat it up. I got to say, I've been a subscriber for Daily Harvest for quite some time. Even when I had terrible pregnancy aversions and only wanted to eat toast, I still ate Daily Harvest and I loved it. So here's the deal. Do you want three free cups? Yeah. The answer is yes. Go to (laughs) daily-harvest.com and enter promo code SIP, S-I-P, to get your three free cups in your first box. That's promo code SIP for three Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com. You guys are so good. They're delish. I actually really freaking love them. I had two today. You did? I did. I had a smoothie and I had a little bowl. What's the bowl that I really loved that I got? It had sweet potato in it and it was bomb. Is it new? Yeah. Sweet potato. They have like a new, they have some breakfast. And, okay, guys, this isn't the ad anymore. This isn't <laughs> this the is ad. Yeah, this is talking. real life. But um, they have these new breakfast inspired ones. I think they have like a sweet potato hash kind of thing with something or other. Is that the one yeah, that you got? Yeah, it was a sweet potato hash and it was. Yeah. It was I haven't so had that good. one yet. It's good. So good. So good. I Next, you should try. They have something with grits. It's like mushroom and something. It's like, they're not actual grits. It's not the grains. It's so Good. Yeah. Dude. Anyway. All right. Lots of good options. All right. Let's rant, bitch, for a minute. I got. Rant. I got a rant right. for you. You. You yeah, won't you be able to relate. Maybe you can, but you probably won't. But a lot of people listening will. Okay, okay. guys. I'm a brown-haired girl. This is a brown, mm. dark-haired girl burden because you can have other colors other than brown. Okay. So I like to color my hair a little darker than its natural color. My hair oh. is thick. It grows quickly. And I think something that is so rude about hair as you get older is that it turns gray. And I'm so tired of getting my hair done. And then a few weeks later, I start to see these little specks of gray coming out, popping out. And they're so much more noticeable when you have dark colored hair. Oh, yeah. I probably have them and I don't see them. Well, yes. And that's the thing that like I've Googled how do I – like not go broke, like dealing with this. Yeah. And I haven't done that much research. So for those of you in the squad, if you've got an easy solution, and I mean like easy, Easy. message me, I'm going to try some stuff out and report back. But like, it's a real issue. And it's super annoying. And it's super rude of hair to do. And I wish I could be that person that like rocks the gray. I'm not that person. Yeah. Okay. I want to cover this shit up. Right. So you want to remain youthful. Yeah. Yes, I have tried like the powder. It's called like Color Wow. I don't love it. I don't like working for it, right? I want something so easy. I've tried root spray. I don't love that either. It's like messy. I get the brown colored dry shampoo because that kind of works sometimes. But I want like easy solutions. So if you have one, message me. Ooh, I'm excited to hear. That is my rant. Yes, this is a plea All right. to the squad. What's your rant, Ash? So I actually feel like mine are kind of like my rant and rave are like the same, but different sides of things kind of. So I'll, I'm going to go just do them both right now and then you'll close this out on your rave. Okay. So okay. my rave for the week is Revy started this thing. I actually don't know what it stands for. <laughs> I think there's three different things that I've called it. So it's ISR, which I've called like Infant Swimming Rescue, Infant Swimming Resource, Infant Self Rescue. I don't know what it stands for, but ISR. And it's if you guys have seen the videos, it's where like at the end of these, it's like six to eight weeks, depending on you know their, how quickly they master the skills, where you see the babies thrown into the water in full clothes and they roll over and they just float on their back. And so she started that this week, which was really cool. And we have a pool in our backyard. We live in Arizona. My uncle said with my three cousins, they've lived in Arizona the whole life. He's like, I wouldn't even get a pool until they were old enough to swim. Cause he was like, I was too terrified because every single day on the news here during the summer months, Mm. you hear of a kid drowning and you know, it takes less than 20 seconds for a kid to drown. 
So what Revy's been in swim lessons since she was like seven months or something, but they're just kind of like fun and playful and whatever. ISR is a survival lesson. It is basically, it's not teaching them how to swim. It's teaching them how to not drown, not, you know, in hopefully she never has to use this skill, but you've heard of Bodie Miller. Is that his name? That the skier, the Olympic Mm -hmm. skier who his wife took the, their daughter and their kids over to the neighbor's house and the pool fence was ajar just slightly. Daughter drowned. I heard another story of a woman. They were playing all day. It was like Bodie Miller and his wife were on some show like Good Morning America and they had another family on there. They were playing all day in the pool. Everyone was fine. She took the floaties off. That She went to go to call pizza. So while she was looking at her phone, like in the 20 seconds it took her to like pick up her phone and start dialing, her kid drowned in the pool. Ugh. So this is not about teaching them to swim. It's teaching them how to not die basically to how to not drown. It's a survival course and it's amazing. So that is my rant. Um, that's my rave that she started that this week. I'm really excited to watch her progress. You know, I've done a lot of research and like it is going to be so empowering for her when like they're scared the first week, like any adult is scared the first time they do something, right? Like the first time you drive, you're like terrified, but you just don't break down and cry. Or when you go to a job interview, you're terrified, but you don't just like cry. Like that's kids coping mechanism. They cry. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to see her be empowered. But here's my rant. My life is on social media. I post about it. And I shared that we were doing this with Revy. And my main rant is just about moms that just judge other moms. Because you don't like it is hard enough to be a mom without the judgment of, you know, you already don't know if you're doing anything right. You're like, I don't have any idea to make sure I'm raising this human correctly. But then to have all these moms judging other moms, and I'm, I see it on a big scale. So there's a lot of people that have been, I've just been blocking people like crazy this week. Cause I'm like, fuck you. Everybody. I mean, most 99.9% of people are supportive, but that 0.01% I've just been blocking because they're like, oh my God, there's less traumatic ways to do this. How could you do this to her? Look at her. She's so scared. She doesn't want to be doing this, whatever. I'm like, okay, block, block, block. Like this isn't for you then. But this goes beyond just this. Like it came up this week for me. But when you see a mom at a park and her kids acting like a lunatic and you judge her, you don't know their world. You don't know if he's special needs. You don't know anything about what's going on. You see a toddler having a meltdown at the grocery store. I've judged that mom, like get a hold of your kid. You don't know what that kid is going through or what that mom is going through. Like we don't know anybody else's world and we act like we do. And the internet has become a safe space to now judge people behind this in an anonymous way behind the keyboard. And it's just not cool. So when you see yourself judging another mom for anything that she's doing, first understand that you're not perfect. And there are people that are judging you for the decisions that you feel strongly about but also have a little more empathy and understand that like it's her kid she's raising. You aren't raising her child. And if you were, you could do it differently, but that's her kid. And that's also what makes the world beautiful that like we're all brought up differently and we have different ways of doing things and things that we believe are right. Like I'm going to feed my kid ranch and pizza and process shit. I'm not going to be an all organic mom. And then there's moms that are going to feed all organic and I'm not going to judge the all organic mom. And I hope she doesn't judge me because it's fine. Like, I just think the mommy judgment needs to go away and women supporting women in all realms. But this mommyhood thing and you're about to enter it call like if we could all just band together and support each other, even if we don't always agree with the decisions that we're making, you know, Mike, drop that. Boom. All right. Take us out on a high. I I will. I'm going to bring us home, sister. And I got one that is near and dear to my heart. So we could have put this in Hot Topics, but there's no other take I want other than this one. So the Special Olympics Mm -hmm. was in the news a lot this Mm -hmm. week. There was talk about removing funding completely. That is not happening apparently as of recent. I don't want this to be about government spending. This is not a political thing. I don't want people messaging me. I'm going to share what the Special Olympics means to me. I'm going to rave about them quickly. Okay. So many pods ago, for those of you subsquatters, subscribers who've been with us for a while, you know that my older brothers have intellectual disabilities. People with intellectual disabilities have it hard. They deal with things that we will never, and then when I say we, I mean Ash and I, and 
probably the majority of you listening will most certainly never have to deal with. And a big root of that problem is the dehumanization of people with intellectual disabilities. A lot of times we look at these people and we make them an other. We we don't relate to them. It creates bullying. It creates a host of problems in their lives that we often take for granted. The Special Olympics is amazing. Both of my brothers participated in Special Olympics. It is not about sports. So yes, there are sports. It's great for physical activity, great for creating friendships, great for building confidence and courage. I mean, I will say that You know, my parents, we'd go to my soccer games and the parents are doing crazy mom shaming stuff and crazy shit happens in sports. And then we'd go to Special Olympics and my brothers would bowl. And I've never seen my brothers so Mm -hmm. confident than when they freaking bowled their hearts out in Special Olympics. Everybody was supporting each other. Everybody was cheering each other. My brothers made friends that they are still friends with. But the most important thing that the Special Olympics does is it creates visibility and connection with the community. And people could see that my brothers were great human beings, that they were as competitive as freaking anybody else, that they were striving for excellence. All of that creates respect. All of that creates inclusion. The Special Olympics is making this place a better world. And if it were not for programs like the Special Olympics, I can honestly say that the quality of my brother's lives would have been a lot less. I have amazing parents. They created an amazing space for them to thrive at home. But because of programs like the Special Olympics, they could participate in activities that made them feel like me. They are now working, volunteering, giving back to the community, and full-blown like doing everything that I do. And uh, they're very, very lucky that they were given those opportunities. Thank you, Special Olympics. Yeah. And on that note, guys, thank you for listening. We love you. Let's just make this world a little bit better, you know, for just let's give everybody a little more grace. And no more blind eyes. No more not thinking things matter. Um, You know, let's, yeah, give everyone more grace and pay attention to the important things. Keep paying attention to the silly things of the world and the fun things of the world and whatever, but also the really important things of the world. That includes this podcast. So we thank you. This is a very important thing in this world. We thank you. Thank you for for listening. listening. We love you. Rate, review, subscribe, share it with your friends, all the things. And we love you. We love you. So uh, you you can sit with us. Always. Always. We will see See you you next Tuesday. Tuesday.